Oaktown Boys, Season 3, Episode 11. How's it going, Corey? Hey, Dan. It's not going great, is it? It is not going great, admittedly. Um, got some... I, I mean, I'm... I, I mean, off top, I think we just got to kind of talk about, like, the... They announced... What was it? A, a agreement? In principle? On the ballpark in Vegas, called a loose agreement, I think. Yeah, I and I totally I've seen this is. a little bit on Twitter too. It's interesting. Um, I'm learning so much new terminology, and like I'm learning a bunch of new ways that words can be used to not describe things at all. <laughs> to make a bunch of fluff. But um, yeah. So actually, I don't know. Read the announcement. It was a joint announcement from. Clark County, right, and the A's? Yeah, kind of. But yeah, it's just like a bunch of quotes. Bunch of quotes from random people. Even one of the quotes is said by Clark County. (laughs) Nobody wanted to own up to that quote, apparently. Yeah, so this, it was the entire, someone was speaking for the entire county, apparently, which is intense. That's right. Um, Yeah, it basically says, yeah, we're looking into it. Yeah, which we know. (laughs) Between <laughs> you and I know that they're it really still changes real, nothing. They're still on a real tight timeline. It's just kind of annoying for these things to continue to like come out. You know, it feels like gut punches over and over and over again, like nice little reminders, which is annoying. Yeah, it's that's kind a of a very uncomfortable exactly, process. It's exactly what I was thinking. It's like, why even put this out if it doesn't say anything, but it makes us all feel like crap? So, yeah, I would listen to Brody. Brazil and Casey Pratt both put out a little couple-minute piece on this on YouTube. And, yeah, they said the same thing. Like, this doesn't say anything, but obviously they're making some progress. So Casey put it at, like, probably 90-plus percent chance A's move to Vegas, which I would probably agree with at this point. But I think it's fair. That's at least what the temperature of the water feels like. But it also feels like that plan isn't coming together super well either. So there is a non-zero chance. You know, like I said, I'd say maybe 10% chance they stay. Totally. There's the chance that enough people or enough money is brought together and they put this on the ballot, right, for Nevada next November, I guess, or whenever they're voting on this type of thing. So then possibly the public could shoot it down. So that's an interesting angle. Um, it is because it seems like it it's shaping up to maybe be a little bit more of a burden than they were trying to sell it as initially, which totally. sounds pretty on brand. And Brody was pointing out just like this is much different than the Raiders moving to Las Vegas. Like instead of having eight home games in Oakland a year, we're talking about a team that has, you know, 81 home games in Oakland a year. So for all 81 of those games to so just pick up and move to Vegas, like people aren't going to fly out there for weekday games. And like, no. probably most of the people who are ACE fans <clears throat> that live in Oakland are going to be done with it. They're probably going to move on, which yeah. it's interesting for us because we don't live in Oakland and we never have. I mean, we've always loved Oakland and been like super 
happy about repping the city of Oakland as A's fans. Um, but yeah, you know, we come after, we come at this from a slightly different angle and we've talked about it before. We, we think we'll stay A's fans. Like we're going to be sad and upset. Um, but we want to keep doing this and it'll be an interesting opportunity if this becomes like a different fan base. We can, we can be leaders in the market, I guess. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if 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 we you know, if this new... ends up, yeah, I mean, get get in on the ground, get in on the ground floor. You know, um, the players, if they indeed move and they move quickly, the collection of players going over there is not going to be a very well known one, and we know about them, so we already have That's a right. leg up. <laughs> um, but. I don't know. It's been a bummer. It's going to continue to be a bummer, I think. And I feel like it hasn't. We haven't even hit rock bottom yet. You know, that's what that's what yeah. distresses me a little bit. You it's know, a big old bummer. Even, it is a big old bummer. And it's like um, such a bummer that it's it's clearly affecting the on-field product and the play, and just no one's having any fun. Fans, players, coaches. I feel yes. I feel bad for Mark Kotze, man. Me too, dude. That I don't know. I don't know if he fully realized how stinky that job was going to be when he took it, you know? I don't know if anyone could have known. I saw, um, I think Melissa Lockhart saying today, because someone had t- responded to one of her tweets saying, like, dude, you were, like, people were saying that this team was going to be better than last year. And she said, like, I was one of those people. Like, I thought that this team was going to show up more than they did last year. And she's like, what's been going on on the field is, like, unreal. Yeah, you know, it's like the worst. It's crazy. It's crazy. And, and even it's wild you know, like that Tony Kemp, like for. suddenly Tony Kemp, like can't play baseball anymore, and it's sad. But I can't help but feel like if there was something to play for, like maybe he'd be playing a little bit better. And I can't blame him. Yeah, I can't blame him either. And we're such a t- this is such a pro Tony Kemp podcast, you know, like. Yeah, and I'd feel bad for. Mm-hmm. I just you know I'm watching the game right now. Tony Kemp was that bad, and he's a great example. He. I was just, they made a list of like players that have gone up the most in terms of OPS points, OPS plus points, down the most OPS plus points. It's like him and Jose Abreu are like the biggest losers. They've both gone down a ridiculous number of points. They're both running like 49 OPS pluses right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy that Jose Abreu is that low. It is indeed crazy that he's been that low. Um, but also, I mean, it's just like, I believe, I believe fully that Tony Kemp has fallen because he has fallen off. I mean, it's been pretty bad. They haven't been very competitive at bats recently, which is unfortunate because I love Tony Kemp. So that's um, uh, part one of the doom and gloom hour. Yes, absolutely. I mean, voice. you know, like we don't. And we're not, we don't want to talk about it, but we kind of have to talk, you know, it's A's news. We got to talk about A's news. <laughs> and so, it's, you know. you know, big enough storylines that everyone's talking about it. It's not even just A's fans. Yeah, that's true. So here we are back in A's land. Uh, last week, the A's were swept by Houston. So that was a bummer. And mm-hmm. then we lost two so far to the Mariners, looking like on our way to losing the first three of the four games set. We're losing five to mm-hmm. one in the bottom of the seventh. Well, the was looking pretty good, honestly, and then he fell apart completely. Yeah, I've heard that before. Me too. 
I don't know. I'll take a quick look through some of these game recaps. Um, what's his name? Lucas? New guy? Erseg? Yeah, Lucas yes. Erseg made his debut. Very hard. One of the <laughs> best moments of the past week was he made his debut. He throws very hard. He touched 99. Did he touch 100? I don't think so, but maybe. I definitely saw, I definitely saw a number of 99s. A couple of 99s. Austin Pruitt continues to put the team on his back. He is. He might be our most consistent bullpen arm. Uh, Game one against the Astros, we lost 5-1. While the check got the loss. Game two, it was a close one. Um, We gave up the go-ahead run in the bottom of the eighth. Until that point, Sears had another pretty good day. J.P. Sears is... Earning his money lately. He went six innings, got seven Ks, one walk, two runs against the Astros. That's pretty darn good. He's been sick, um, dude. But yeah, Richard Lovelady gave it up. And, you know, he's only got 2-1-3 ERA. It's hard to hate on him, but he just doesn't seem to come through in the clutch moments. But who does on this team? Um, <laughs> Brian Rucker got a couple hits in this game. Ruiz got a couple hits in this game. <laughs> We've said that yeah. before. Rucker has got, uh, Rucker's cooled off a little bit. Yeah, we knew it was coming, but we were yeah. we were entertaining the idea that it wasn't going to happen. Ruiz got himself two bags this game to get up to twenty three, and then in the final game in Houston, Diaz got shut out two zero. Ruiz got another bag. Caprillion pitched and pitched okay. He gave up three through five, uh, four walks though. Five strikeouts, one earned run. Um, but, you know, put that together with the start he made before that, and we are trending in the right direction for James Caprillion. Absolutely. I mean, the pitching staff is still not good, as we sit here, but this, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic for some of the futures of some of these dudes. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I saw a note today about how the A's are planning to start using some openers just because – they're more or less waving the white flag and are going to just try and set their rookie starters up for success a little bit more. So I don't really know what that means exactly. Uh, I mean, I guess I just don't really understand how starting your day in the second or third inning makes for like a easier day out on the mound. I agree. But maybe they have some thought behind that. I believe Kyle Muller... Oh, he did pitch this day. He pitched the first game against the Mariners, which the A's lost 11-2, and it was his final start before being sent down to AAA for the first time this year. He has not been looking great. He gave up six earned runs, three strikeouts, two walks, two home runs in five innings. Um, <laughs> we're, yeah. hearing, we're, hearing, we're hearing too much of these types of lines. Not much to say about this one. Even Ruiz didn't get a stolen base, so. We can move on. That's how you know it's a that's how you know it's a hopeless day, dude, when Ruiz doesn't even get himself a bag. He doesn't have to get he doesn't have to get himself an extra base hit every day, but I've kinda come to expect at least a stolen base every day. And he yeah. often does both. He, he does he got a stolen base in the game yesterday. Um the A's still lost three two. But at least it was close. Uh Luis Medina, he's one of our favorite players to watch lately and he was looking real good until he gave up back-to-back jacks 
for all three of their end runs that he gave up uh, in the sixth inning. He is I'm home sorry, he run gave prone. The, he gave him up in the fifth, and then he pitched into the sixth and got pulled after one out. And then Austin Pruitt made a little appearance to finish off that sixth. He got out of it. Uh, Trevor does. May. Trevor May made his first appearance back from the IL, recovering from an anxiety bout. Um, so good for him to make it back. It was a little bit tumultuous. I believe he hit maybe the first batter. I think he might have hit a second batter at one point. And mm-hmm. at that point, I was like, I know that the issue was kind of with his command, so this doesn't bode well. But he did get through a clean inning, aside from the hits hit batsman. Um, yeah, and he was like, there were some people booing him, and it was like, man, he's obviously not here on purpose, <laughs> does, you know. He doesn't need that. So. And here we are today. We're losing six to one. And that's that's what's up. <laughs> here we are. That's what's up, But the Blue Jays did beat the Rays twenty to one yesterday, and I don't. We haven't given up. Have we? We haven't given up twenty runs this year, right? I don't think we have. They so, speak of the devil. Austin Pruitt made the start today for one innings pitched. I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah? I, I thought Waldachuk started. Waldachuk ended up only throwing two and two-thirds, giving up five earned runs while striking out seven and walking three. My gosh. Yeah, I mean, He puts Luis up the Medina. most crooked numbers on yeah. his lines. Yeah, I mean, Luis Medina, I'm starting to think feel pretty good about Luis Medina. Even Absolutely. With the, uh, even with the earned runs. I mean, you take that really... I think his ERA is ugly right now because he had that real stinker against the Angels the first time out, right? That's um, true. Yes, it was a big stinker. But he's looked... I mean, I'm looking right now. His whip is 1.25. That's, that'll work for me. I'll take that. Especially for a guy that was supposed to be walking everyone in sight. He's definitely not doing that. You know? Like, uh, some location problems that end up being home runs. I'm not going to get mad at a young guy for that. That's fine. You know? Totally. And I so, feel like if we just scored like four runs a game, we would think he was doing amazing. So Totally. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, All right. let's see here. So not a lot to have fun with, but uh, what are our moments of the week? Seth Brown is back. Well, yeah, how did we gloss over that? I'm not sure. I think he got a single in his first at-bat back off of Luis... No, I want to say Luis Castillo, but that's not his name, is it? Is that his name? Yeah, that is his name. Wasn't there a old position player named Luis Castillo? There was. That throws hey, And he got he got two hits. And he, and he got an RBI. But we all know Seth Brown is good, so this is what he should be doing. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, we stink. But our lineup is okay. And adding Seth Brown to a lineup that's okay, I feel pretty good about, actually. I still enjoy watching two-thirds of the lineup on any given day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if Reese is going to hit 285 for his whole career, I think he's going to be pretty fun to watch. Totally. Um, what about you? Um, I'm going to go with uh, Ramon Laureano robbing a home run um, in, I think it was game one of the Mariners series. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He robbed Jeremy Pena, didn't he? I'm all over the place. Yes. Robbed Jeremy Pena in Houston. So it's always great to rob Houston of anything because they robbed all of us of a lot. <laughs> they did. And, and, it was, uh, and Jeremy Pena was pissed. It was funny. 
Yeah, love that. And then they put out a stat shortly after that that Ramon Laureano leads slash is tied for the league lead in home runs robbed since, like, I don't know, four or five years ago, maybe. He's got six. I believe so it. So does Aaron Judge. Wow. Aaron Judge is incredibly tall, too. It's not, not really fair. I know. Like, he doesn't even have to jump. He doesn't. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's like, I don't know. I don't know what the bearing is on his career, like, long-term after this year. But Austin Pruitt, man. Like, we, if we're going to talk about his baseball, we got to talk about Austin Pruitt right now. He's he's pitching pretty well. The first thing that comes to mind is, like, Danny Coulomb's out there pitching. Jesse Chavez is out there pitching. Like, the blueprint has kind of been created. And, yeah. like, if Austin Pruitt just wants to keep getting outs, he's going to find a place to pitch. Yeah, and he's, you know, I mean, he's on the, I'm looking at it right now, he's had, he's had, one real bad outing, but two, only two outings where he's given up runs. And that's, you know, out of 11 appearances, it's pretty good. I'll take it. Let's let's not ignore the fact that he was a Tampa Bay Ray from 2017 to 2019, so he probably knows a thing or two about pitching. He does. He probably learned all their secrets. And he's been, he was not too bad last year, actually. I keep kind of forgetting that. But so in he, he was Dees. 274 career innings. He's got a 1.29 whip. Yeah. Yep. And, <laughs> and he, doesn't, he doesn't walk that many people either. No, 64 walks to 197 strikeouts. That's pretty good. So and the only problem is he's already 33. Yeah, it'd be nice if he was like twenty eight, you know. But he's he's probably still got some he's probably still got some guys left in the tank. He just gives up too many home runs. Seems to be the main issue throughout his yeah, career. Yeah, he does, and he definitely does do that. Not um, this year. He's doing fine. Oh, Austin Pruitt. Anyway, what do we? <laughs> Who knew? I didn't, I didn't know that we'd be talking him. About him nearly as much as we have on this podcast. It's been very surprising to me. Austin Pruitt got his 2021 AL championship ring for some very limited time with the Astros. That's interesting. Well, you something about being in the right place at the right time. You know, there's something to be he said pitched. for that. He did not appear. Oh, wait, wait. Why didn't that pop up? weird anyways apparently he's pitched like two innings for houston but it didn't show oh yes it did oh he was a marlin too 2021 all right the austin pruitt train is now leaving the station um better get on board Mm. yeah we've talked about vegas enough i would say um yeah i'll just I'll reiterate, Dan and I think we're gonna we're gonna stick to this team for better or worse. Um, it may make for some great entertainment along the way, so we hope that you will continue listening to us, regardless of how you feel about the move. Obviously, we don't want it, but we're gonna make the most of it. Yep, and we you know we love the we love the franchise, honestly. 
they just they better stay green and gold A's. And if they don't do that, then F them. Yep. Um, so we got a player look back this week. And Corey and I are remote. We're, do, we're doing remote this week. We're trying a new remote process. Yep. So if the audio, audio. sounds a little bit, the audio <laughs> sounds a little bit different. That's why. But it sounds pretty good to us. So hopefully it still sounds fine. And we're not going to do this all the time. We're just doing it for tonight. We wanted to try this out. This is a service that the new, being part of the new company, like kind of has introduced us to and offered us. And so we're trying to flesh it out a little bit. And this is us trying it out. Um, we we, we may try and do some like live streaming stuff more video oriented stuff so you can see our beautiful faces occasionally. Um, but right. we're going to, we're going to figure that all out a little bit more before we go live with any of that, but we're definitely looking into it. So we got someone seems like he was a DH mostly starting in 2005, starting off pretty hot. 15 home. had a good like rookie year. Okay. This was a one thirteen. Was with the A's till 2008, and then with the Rays, and then seemingly out of baseball, and then with the Rays again. Maybe hurt <laughs> or in the minors. He had kind of a I, wacky career path. The only, honestly, the only guess I really have, and I don't think it is, it's not a Rubio Durazo, is it? No. Hmm. Rubio Durazo came from the D backs. No, that's right. Although he has been one of our lookbacks. I think before it became a quiz show. Um, mm. I can give you a hint. I can give you a couple of hints. You can choose easy hint or hard hint. A hard hint. Um, well, I'm honestly not sure which one's the easy one, which one's the hard one. <laughs> but he's known for like two things in my head, so I'll give you one of those to start. He hit like... I, I want to say... Well, maybe I shouldn't give you this one because I'm not even positive. He infamously got sunscreen in his eye and, like, ruined his career with the A's, basically. Oh, my gosh. And he was a first baseman. I keep on, is it Derek Barton? No. <laughs> but pretty similar, honestly. Like, more power. He also had like a huge postseason home run for the Rays at one point, I believe. Oh, Dan Johnson. That's right. Wow. Danny J. He was supposed to be a total stud. He was like PCL MVP, I think. Wow, Dan Johnson. The Rays postseason homer is really is the one. That year was crazy, bro. Yeah, was that the first year we did like the whole every game ends at the same time on the final day of the season thing. I think Longoria, so, yeah. Was it, what, did him and Longoria hit huge home runs in that game? Because Longoria... Yeah, Long, I think Longoria, Longoria hit the walk-off that like, just snuck over the wall. Yeah. And I think he Albert Pujols also hit a walk-off that day that sent the Cardinals to the playoffs. I don't remember. I remember it was a crazy day. I remember it was a very crazy day because this is like... A, bunch of backstory but my parents were my sister was in morocco in the peace corps and my parents were visiting her and i was whatsapping my i was telling my dad i was trying to tell my dad what was happening on whatsapp but it was like there was too much happening like there was like because like the rays knocked the red Sox out of the playoffs or something 
like that, like on the, I don't know. I just remember wild times. And I remember trying to tell my dad exactly what was going on. And then like, I would hit a walk off home run in the middle of me trying to tell him what was, what had already happened. And I was just like, dude, I just got to tell you what you just got to see when you get back. I can't. <laughs> We're going on vacation, dad. Yeah. Worry about baseball when you get back. He's a Yankee Quit fan. visiting he your daughter shouldn't even be worried overseas. anymore. <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, love Dan Johnson. All righty. Our fantasy matchup. Who did you pick? How did they do? I picked Jorge Soler, who, as you know, is great right now. He got me 59.4. And Josiah Gray, who did not have a spectacular week, but he still got me 14.3 for 73.7. And I picked Matt Olson, who had a big week. He had 71 points, but I also picked Kyle Freeland, and he got negative 20.7. So I got 50.3. So that's a win for you. It's a win for me. Solid work. Sometimes I love how simple this is. Sometimes I don't, but I feel like it all evens out. Yeah, I mean, we get it. We get answers. Um, uh, we skipped our... Oh. Braxton oh, oh, Garrett. Oh, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. Close we can just, okay. just move that to the end. Braxton Garrett, who is a young, studly lefty on the Marlins. I've streamed him a couple times in fantasy and would highly recommend just like high strikeouts. I don't even think I've actually visually seen him pitch yet, but his numbers are great. And so I decided I'm doing it again tomorrow. Not only am I choosing him for our fantasy matchup, I'm streaming him tomorrow at Colorado. So a little ballsy, <laughs> little ballsy but man, the, the Rockies stink, dude. And the, Rockies, just, the Rockies are terrible. He just had a good outing in Cincinnati, and Cincinnati is arguably as friendly as a hitter's park as Colorado. Maybe not quite, but... Reds also and, then, and they also stink. I'm going with Rowdy Telez. He's he's kind of hot right now too. And we love Rowdy. Yeah. Um, I am going with Christopher Morrell, who didn't homer today, but had homered in five straight before that. So hopefully he can keep that going. And Zach Eflin, who seems to be having one of those years where the Rays figures something out with someone. <laughs> Totally. everyone down. Every time I see him like dominating, I'm just like, didn't this guy kind of suck as a reliever? Not that long. He ago? started for the Phillies for also. He was like one of those dudes where he just like they kept moving him back and forth because he his ERA was like couldn't, it was four point seven. Couldn't quite figure it out. Now he has. Lo and behold. Um, and in fantasy, fun little thing, if he's available in your league in fantasy, which he probably isn't because he's been dealing pretty hard, but he is like starter and reliever eligible. So, for those yeah, of you who are looking at Zach Eflin, they're looking for a pitcher. 50. You can put him in the reliever spot if you're streaming him. And then just move your reliever to one of the pitchers. Move your other reliever to one of the pitcher spots if they're set up the way our league is. Um, but anyway, yeah. Um, you want to stick with the – you want to do the pickups and then do the yep. moment? Okay. Right you got? fancy train. So, I almost made this – Almost made this move today myself and still might, uh, but Elias Diaz on the Rockies is having one of the better seasons for a catcher out there. He um, He's only got four dingers, but he's got a good average. He's got like 10 doubles mixed in there, 24 ribbies, 13 walks. I think he's hard to beat for catchers. So today I was considering dropping William Contreras and picking up Diaz. Probably not a terrible move. 
kind of similar, but Diaz is hot, and Contreras just simply doesn't get starts every day. Um, so he's on my list. Uh, Lane Thomas, I think, should be shouted out again. Did you actually end up picking him up in our league? No, I have not. I picked no. up a guy that we will talk about in a little bit. But no. it was a Lane tough Thomas choice. is still out there, but he just put up another 16.8 game yesterday, another 7.1 today. So he's still riding hot. And who's on he's, your list? Um, Paul DeYoung. Paul DeYoung seems to be back. Yeah, that's a fun story. Um, he's he's absolutely crushing it. Um, he went one for three today with two runs scored, so that's thirteen point two in our points league. And the two games before that, he had twenty five point one, a double, a homer, and four RBIs, and then thirty point eight, a single, a homer, and four RBIs, and four runs scored. Um, and I mean earlier last week, he was also crushing. I mean he is absolutely on fire, and he's available in sixty eight percent of leagues. He's only 32% owned, which is crazy. Um, I think that, that number is going to be much higher by the time we're recording next week. But for now, he's available probably in your league. Um, Owen Miller. Um, he's a dude that the Brewers kind of just picked up, I think, from the Guardians. I don't know if it was one of those like cash deals. But I don't think they had to give up much for him. And he is absolutely crushing it. He's... he's uh, 346, 367, 548, with four homers, 11 RBIs, five steals, 16 runs scored. He's the number 28 player over the last 14 days, so he's on fire. And lastly, and he's available in, he's only 20% owned. He's available in 80% of leagues. Um, and the last guy is Brian De La Cruz, who is 32% rostered in Yahoo leagues and is absolutely crushing it. Um, he's got a four hit game. He homered in, I think three out of four games last week. He is just, he's a stud. He's a total stud. And he is, uh, there's a lot of outfielders, dude. There's like so many outfielders. And there's like he went so many outfield spots. Who, Brian three today and he's, yeah. And he still managed to pick up 11.3 points. <laughs> that's how you know Ste- you stealing a bag and walking twice and scoring once you know I mean, those are some good names I was also just thinking about for. thinking about Bobby Miller that guy that just debuted for the Dodgers he's he's already been scooped up in like 40% of leagues but probably a decent idea if you need some pitchers and also another I mean another outfielder Mickey Moniak though that dude on the Angels he's crushing is he actually hot now I saw he was he's trending. crushing it He's absolutely crushing it. And let me think other pitching. He was a high draft. He was, I think he may have gone, I don't know if he went he first overall. He was first overall. He was, yeah. damn. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's pretty good. And I also, oh, I always keep my eye on Ryan Weathers because I always think he's going to be good. He hasn't broken out yet, but he's, you know, the Padres, there's a lot of dudes on the Padres that if they, if they get hot, they're going to get real hot. And also, shout out Johan Aviedo for throwing an immaculate inning against the Rangers. He's a starter, for the, he's a start, he's a starter for the Pirates. Pirates are fun. They are indeed. It's nice to see McCutcheon back there having like a pretty good season. The Pirates actually really remind me of like a a typical A's team, I guess. Very yeah, good. Absolutely. Like 
almost two old type dudes that somehow are still good, but a couple of dudes you've never heard of that probably, well, who knows if they'll work out, and then like a couple of studs, and a bunch of hard-thrown young dudes. Um, what else we got on tap? Oh yeah, what's our coolest, coolest thing? Things? The coolest thing I saw was Jordan Alvarez doing Jordan Alvarez things. He was seven for twenty-one with two doubles, three homers, and four walks. He hit a grand slam and another homer in the same game, and they were just <laughs> absolute mon- monster homers. The guy is an incredible hitter. So Jordan Alvarez, he was he's it's it's a it feels like a it feels like low hanging fruit, but he's just amazing. Man, I wish he wasn't on the Astros. I'd like him so much more. Me too. I still like him. Um, mine would be the emergence of Michael Kopech. We've been waiting for this since like 2018. Yep. Um, it might finally be here. In the past two games, he has thrown 16 scoreless innings for 19 strikeouts, one walk, and three hits. So that is about as good as you can pitch. And he is moving himself from streamer territory to I'm going to hold on to you territory. Exactly. I was streaming him. Might have to hold on to him now. Well, good for them. The White Sox don't have a whole lot to uh, be happy about right now either. So no, they do not. And they've been waiting. They've been they've been real patient with real. Whoops. They've been real patient with him. So I'm glad it's paying off for him. And back in A's land, we're looking ahead. Oh, cool. We get um, the Astros again this weekend, <laughs> followed by the Braves. So there's, a piece, there's like a 75% chance the A's don't win until we talk to you all again next week. It wouldn't be. I guess it's higher than that. I don't know. It's happened before this year, right? We've had no wins between recordings. I'm not even sure. Well, uh, yeah, well this current gonna be, one. We're going to be pushing. We're going to be pushing for it this week. This current, we haven't won since. Oh well, there you go. Tuesday. Here we are. We're doing it right now. Look at us go. Well. We did it. We did it. Um. Alrighty, folks. That is all that we have for this week. And I hope next week we maybe have a little bit more high points to hit because <laughs> this week was kind of a rough one. I think there are going to be some rough ones and this one was a rough one. Yep. Being an ace fan kind of blows currently, but we'll stick it out. Oh, well. There will be better days ahead and we will look back on this and laugh. I'm doing it for Ricky Henderson. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> All righty, folks. Well, we will talk to you next week. In the Bye, meantime, y'all. go A's. Go A's. Bye.